Hey now, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast. I'm Rob, and as I like to say, I am thrilled to get to be the host of this show. I feel super lucky that I, I work for this awesome company, Elevation Corporate Health. And in each episode, I get to have a conversation with folks from all different walks of life about how they elevate themselves. And it's my hope that these conversations will make you think, force you to change your best, and as a result, help you get a little bit closer to becoming the best version of you. Well, it's a fun episode um, today. I got to have a s- little sit down with Melanie Solomon. Um, she works uh, for our company, for Elevation Corporate Health out in Denver, and she's involved in all kinds of great things for our company Um from fitness management to teaching classes, and now heads up our technology department. And wanted to have her on the show to talk a little bit about our technology, um, but she's also an awesome, awesome wellness coach and does some really great things in looking at behavior change, um, gives some great examples in this conversation about uh, kind of just low-hanging fruit to help you elevate yourself. Um, and she, she's been doing this for a while. She's a grad of Penn State, go Nittany Lions. And uh, loves sports. And as she says, you know, she loves what she does. She loves her work, but she works to enjoy living. And she's got this great balance of activity, work, life, friends, relationship. And um, yeah, I I hope you enjoy this one as much as I enjoy getting to have it because um, I left it feeling energized um, and forced me to kind of change my perspective as well on work-life balance. All right, without further ado, here's Mel. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. It's great to great to finally have you on the show. This is awesome. Yeah, this is my first uh, podcast interview, so I'm pretty stoked to be here. Is that true? I feel like, well, I, I feel like after this, you're just going to, the, the bookings are just going to come flowing in because I, right. you, <laughs> you are, you're somebody up. that should, yep, you're about to. Look out, folks. <laughs> This is my big break, Rob. I'm pretty, I'm pretty hyped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um, you know, you've listened to the show before, you know, the first thing I like to ask everybody start at birth and go. All right. So, um, I was born in Maryland, grew up there. I lived there for the first 18 years of my life. Um, both parents, I've got an older brother and sister, so I'm the youngest, um, And growing up, I was heavily involved in sports, pretty social kid. I played uh, lacrosse and field hockey pretty competitively Um, and then went to college at Penn State, uh, my dream school. And there I uh, was heavily involved with our um, dance marathon, which raised money for uh, pediatric cancer research and support for families at Hershey Medical Center. So um, pretty big deal. Look it up, fawn.org. Um, and that was kind of how I spent my college experience that and studying kinesiology, um, worked at the gym freshman year, um, became personal trainer there. And, uh, once I graduated, I moved two months later out to Colorado with some friends, um, worked three jobs 
just to make rent, which was a struggle and my schedule was wild. But um, there I was kind of continuing the fitness industry. Um, I worked teaching classes um, along with busing tables and serving uh, at two different restaurants, but then um, got a job with Elevation and uh, my career is kind of gone in a bunch of different directions, which has kept it interesting, but still kind of holds true to the wellness and fitness side, uh, that I, you know, care a lot about and how I ended up with this company. How did, um, that's, and so like when you were in your mind's eye, when, when, when Melanie was, uh, uh, doing dance marathons and studying kinesiology at Penn state, which is awesome. Go Nittany Lions. Um, (laughs) did you, um, like in your mind's eye, are you doing what you thought you would be doing? Yeah. Um, so I started, I was like, I'm going to be an athletic trainer. Cause I've always, you know, sports have always been so important to me. So I was like, that would be so fun. And then, uh, freshman year fall semester did not get the grades to get me into the athletic training program, which I think was a blessing in disguise. Cause I think I would have really hated that schedule. And I don't think, uh, I would have been able to handle some of the on, uh, on the field injuries. Like I think I thought I would be able to. So I do think that was a good thing, but um, you know, I moved from occupational therapy and physical therapy to just kind of liking the idea of fitness. Um, Didn't really want to go to grad school. Um, Still when I graduated thought I would be going to grad school and you know, the dance marathon was more of just, you know, I loved the cause. My brother was really heavily involved with it. And um, you know, I really, I really cared about it. I invested a lot of time and energy into it and had a a pretty big role there, but we, um, you know, it was a, it was a great way to make friends and join a community. So that was a huge push as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, I always knew I wanted to, you know, get a change of sceneries in Colorado is perfect for it from Maryland and Pennsylvania. And then, um, you know, it kind of aligns with my, you know, passion for helping people, but then also incorporating, you know, the wellness and fitness side of it and how you can help people through that avenue. You mentioned your, your brother, um, would you say, I guess, has he been a a mentor to you or who, who are some of the mentors in your life? Um, yeah, they kind of motivate you and got you where you are today. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I could say my whole family, like my whole immediate family, my, um, you know, I've always looked up to all of them. My mom, uh, she went to Penn state. She's an engineer. Uh, she's actually retired now, but she's, you know, always been the breadwinner while my dad was the stay at home dad. And, uh, he ran his own photography business. So really creative. And then, you know, my brother and sister were involved with various activities and I just always looked up to them. And I think, you know, I, I'm the youngest, so I had, you know, all of those people to look up to. And I think in a way I'm definitely a blend of all four of them. Um, but yeah, my brother and sister both went to Penn state and I was lucky to get to share one year of college with my brother. And, you know, he was so involved with this, uh, dance marathon. So that's always been something that I held true to, but I do think, you know, in terms of just like the sport side and the fitness side, all my family, my brother and sister are all runners, um, as well as me, but 
I do think like the sport piece really played a role into what career path I took. And my mom really encouraged that too. She, you know, could see it. She was at all my lacrosse tournaments and she was, you know, a huge proponent of me pursuing uh, something in the industry. Is there anything from lacrosse that you carry with you? Like there, like I, I still carry like high school football. Like mm-hmm. there's an element of that that still lives inside of me when I'm running or when I'm training a client, um, the, the positives from that, is there anything from lacrosse or, um, field hockey that you, um, the, the, any principles there that you still believe? Uh, yeah. I mean, aside from some of my best friends in the entire world, meeting them through sport, I think, Mm. you know, the teamwork aspect, the competitive aspect, the, you know, just the feeling of, how good it feels to move your body and your mind. And, you know, there's just this whole, uh, level of, uh, the experience you can tap into. And when I'm, you know, doing fitness classes and I'm in this flow or when I'm on a run and I'm in this flow. And I do think that there's aspects there. It's totally different when it's a sport, but even if it's me playing, uh, you know, volleyball at the park, like recreationally, it still sticks with me for sure. Um, but there's, I mean, there's so many lessons from team sport, like how you rely on people, how you, uh, work together as a team and how you take the lead on certain things. So, I mean, I think it shaped a lot of who I am and how I operate as an adult. It's, that's a really good point. And I, I think you're so right on your ability to, to get along with other individuals from different backgrounds, um, right. And that you, you count on certain people for certain things. And then other times you've got to be the one to take the lead. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and how you put yourself, you know, like thinking about like uh, running and, uh, you know, how you grow as even just like not in a, a fitness realm or whatever, it's just how you kind of continue to push yourself and grow you're always having to do that on the field. And I think that carries over to a lot of different places in your life. You're firing me up because I, <laughs> I, really, I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I always say like, I try to say that to folks in classes that I, I always say like, you know, you do hard things, you do things where you challenge yourself and you, you surprise yourself doing physical activities. And there, mm-hmm. that carries over, I swear, so that next time something hard happens at work or a family situation or mm-hmm. or maybe you don't get as mad at the person in front of you that forgot to turn at the green light you know it's like okay. I, don't, <laughs> I just think those things carry over absolutely um, you you mentioned the the three jobs and i feel like that that's that's almost your like that's your mo because that's what you you do for us so i would one love for you to share with folks all the different hats you wear for elevation and then also in light of that, how do you stay organized? How do you do it? <laughs> I'm flying by the seat of my pants, Rob. Oh, stop um, <laughs> so <laughs> with elevation, um, my role has changed a ton. I started as a part-time fitness coordinator. I moved into a wellness coaching role. Um, but I now currently manage uh, one of our contracts. Um we have a fitness center that I have two staff. Uh, we teach classes, we do personal training, but it's all remote right now. Um, so throughout the entire pandemic, we have been, um, sending daily emails. We've been doing virtual fitness classes over zoom. We've been, um, putting on programs, Strava incentives. Um, 
So I really get to hold on to the fitness and wellness side there. And then my other role is managing our technology department. So we've got three developers that have built out our portal, um, completely custom made for our clients. Um, and obviously that has grown a ton. We've got an app now. We offer our live calendar, our um, elevation station uh, on-demand classes, and then you know a bunch of other features that we're always kind of collaborating with the developers, uh, prioritizing projects, building out new features. So um, I just walked into this role. I'd been helping um, my uh, predecessor uh, basically this time last year. So I had been helping her out. And um, when I took over the role in February, um, you know, it's this is just kind of replaced the wellness coaching side. So I kind of have this fun balance of, you know, the technology side for a fitness company. But then I also get to you know, still work as the fitness manager that, uh, builds out programs for, uh, associates at, at our contracts. So it's a pretty cool split in terms of how I stay organized. Um, it's definitely one step at a time. And that's something that is hard to do because I'm someone who likes to check things off the to-do list. So, mm. um, Definitely a lot of communication, a lot of regular meetings, um, a lot of note taking, which I have learned I need to be much better at, <laughs> but um, definitely helps me stay organized and um, constant communication. I mean, that's that's the thing for me is just asking a lot of questions and, you know, taking notes on them and uh, making sure that that information is getting to all the stakeholders. That's really good. And um, I, I'm sure that that does really kind of help work both sides of your brain of those two mm -hmm. of those two jobs. Um, and I appreciated what you said about one step at a time, because I always think I get in trouble when I start to try to like, it's always like just deal with the task at hand. It, it is always mm -hmm. that balance of like, this thing's going to happen. You're aware of it, but you got to be right. really focused on where you are at that moment. Right. And I think, you know, that's natural for forward thinking people to just be like, what is the end goal? What is the end project? But then it's like, we have a bazillion things we've got to do before we get there. And like, what right. needs to get done today? Because I'm so quickly to get overwhelmed about, you know, what all we have to do. So it's, um, yeah, it's definitely something that is, I've had to practice, but it's like, okay, one day at a time, what meetings do I have? What tasks needs to get done? What is time sensitive? I love deadlines. I need them. That's how I operate. So, um, but yeah, for sure. I'm the same way on deadlines. I'll like, if somebody doesn't give me one, I found that I, I do best if I just give myself one. So somebody says, right. yeah, get it to me in a couple of weeks. I'm like, okay, great. I'm putting that on the calendar that that is due on this day that I just made up by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. Whoa. Joey Lawrence Blossom, for those of you old enough to remember that show. Just got to tell you about our friends at Orgain. Orgain makes organic protein powder and plant-based nutrition. Um, I love their motto, understanding that when you fuel better, you feel better. And got a special deal for our listeners from them. You can use code ELEVATE30 for 30% off your first order of yummy, delicious protein. Um, again, that's Elevate 30. Whoa. All right, back to the show. Um, you, you mentioned uh, the Elevation app. So let's say one of our members is listening to this right now and they're, they're not using our app. They've kind of heard about it. And, 
um, they haven't downloaded it. Tell tell us how an individual could download it, and then what all is on the Elevation app. Awesome. Let me. I'm pulling it up right now because I'm like, what? We, it's Boost by Elevation. Let me just double check before I give wrong information here. I, I can answer that. That I'm, that is correct. All right. <laughs> it, is, it is Boost by Elevation. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, Rob. Uh, yeah, so you can pull it up in your app store um, and download it for free. Um, and then you will log into that with your credentials for your online portal. Um, so if you're an existing client, uh, you probably are registered with our portal um, through uh, whatever company you work for. And you'll use those same login credentials. And then when you pull up the app, you're able to access fitness classes if they're offered at your center. Um, you're able to purchase um, personal training, nutrition coaching. Uh, you can access our station. Um, again, if that's turned on for your location. So you're able to take fitness classes right off of your phone on demand with any of our instructors across the nation. Um, we're continuing to build this. So there are new features popping up all the time. Some of our uh, locations, depending on where you are, you might be reserving tennis court schedules. Um, so again, we're always kind of building this, but um, lots of awesome things. We've worked really hard on it. So especially for when you're going back into the center and you need to claim a group fitness spot, or, um, you need to claim a spot scheduling time in the fitness facility. This app is going to be super, uh, helpful for you to do that whenever you need. And, um, we're again, you know, kind of continuing to build it, making it better for the user experience, but then also adding more features to, uh, make it for more fun. Melanie, let me get this straight. I'm a member at a center and you're telling me I have all of this stuff for free on my phone and I don't need to go anywhere else or you look at a Peloton or like all of this is right here. I don't need to worry about what Jane down the street's doing for her, her fitness at home. I can do it all through the Elevation app. This is amazing. Absolutely. Yep. Isn't it crazy? That's and I'm like, cool. people get on this, get it downloaded, get it signed in. Uh, but you're absolutely right, Rob, all that's available on the app. And again, it's completely free. So awesome. Um, I guess that's a great way to transition into something else I wanted to talk to you about. Um, just the pandemic impact on overall fitness and wellness and kind of what you've seen. Um, obviously, we've had as a company, we've leaned into technology during this time. Um, mm -hmm. What, what kind of other things have you seen from the folks that you coach and um, kind of wh where are we going from here, Melanie? Look in your crystal ball. Where are we going from here? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, it's, it's kind of forced people to be more open to the idea of using technology for their fitness and wellness. Um, you know, it's forced us to use technology for how we work and operate as, uh, you know, a company. So, um, I do think it's always going to stay. I know for our contract, we're planning on having, um, you know, a hybrid of virtual because we manage uh, locations across the nation. So they are always going to have that virtual option. But then for our folks that are in Colorado and use our fitness facility, I know there's a lot of people itching to come back and uh, to use the fitness center and be back in person. Um, I think the biggest thing I've seen with people is just motivation is always changing. Um, 
you know, I, even in myself, I'm like, I have weeks where I am just like either unmotivated with work, unmotivated with fitness, unmotivated with, you know, being social. Um, and I think that that kind of comes with the territory, but again, it's like, uh, it's a one day at a time thing. Um, and, you know, once we are back in the office, people are, um, you know, able to use on-site facilities. You're still going to have people that would prefer to use our virtual options, but you also have people that, you know, really value using the equipment, being on-site in person with other people. So it's going to be a blend probably forever. Um, I think it's kind of the same with just the nature of work. It's going to be a blend of what could be a zoom meeting, what could be work from home, what can be on site, and, uh, you know, society is going to be adapting to that. But in terms of fitness, I think, um, you know, spring, we've got warmer weather, longer days, um, more sunshine, hopefully. And, uh, I think people are going to feel a little more motivated. Um, but then, you know, you got summer coming up and I think a lot's going to change this summer too, just, you know, with vaccines available. So it's really just going to, again, one step at a time. I know we already kind of talked about that, but, um, it's going to be changing, growing, evolving, but, um, I think it'll be a hybrid. It'll be a mix of everything. I love what you said about the motivation changes. Um, and it's probably heightened because of the pandemic and motivation changes in terms of your fitness. And then also like your desire to be around other people. I certainly have experienced that, that like there have been days where in the middle of the pandemic where I didn't see people and I was, um, uh, I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, why are you kind of in a bad mood? And it was like, oh, you like had no interaction with anyone. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Like, like That really matters. And then other days you're like, I just want to be alone. <laughs> and so Absolutely. It's, yeah. yeah it's that balance. And it's like the normalizing, you know, like understanding what your capacity is both like socially in your work and your fitness and like understanding how you communicate that to others. Like I, you know, my brother and sister-in-law and my sister and I had a, a zoom, uh, scheduled happy hour type things, just kind of catch up with each other. And I like texted them and I was like, I am zoomed out. I am, I have hit my capacity for the week. I love you guys. I want to talk to you, but I think it's just normalizing like you know, saying no and it, that not needing an excuse other than you just don't feel like it, you know? Uh, and I think that that's something that it's like, it's a balance. It's like, when, you know, when do I feel like doing these things? When do I feel like saying no and like understanding, you know, how you feel about it and how it impacts your, your day and when rest is needed and whatnot. So it's taught me a lot about that. Yeah. And that's a really good point on capacity. I, I think that a lot that there's like, there's only so much you as a person have to give. Obviously we, I, I like to think that we're always improving that capacity as we get stronger and we have experiences, but it's like, if you've got whoever you are, if you've got a busy day with family obligations, that's a stress. Um, mm-hmm. If you're going to go do a workout, that's a stress. If you've got work things that are happening, that's a stress. And I, I don't say stress is a bad thing. It's an acute stress. But you, mm-hmm. you pile all of those together, um, you may not have time for that other thing that you wanted to do. And it's okay to just say, I'm not going to get to that tonight. Right. And like, I mean, just with the pandemic, it's like at the beginning, you know, you're like, oh, this is an eight week gig. I'm going to work out. Right. I'm going to like emerge from this cocoon, this beautiful butterfly because I've got the best skincare routine and whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, it just kept 
going on and on and we're still in this, but we're still expected to work. We're still expected to, you know, be taking care of ourselves and to be socializing the best we can. And I'm starting to notice, you know, like how much I've changed in all of this. Like I'm a pretty social person, but it's totally different when you haven't been interacting with strangers. I went to a party for some friends that had just gotten engaged and I was like making small talk with people. And I was like, I don't even know how to do this anymore. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's wild, but, uh, you know, there's a lot to learn from it, I think. And, um, yeah, I don't know. You just, you just compliment a person on their mask. That's all you can do. That's, <laughs> there that's, you go. <laughs> great mask. Great mask. I know. Love it. <laughs> um, as a, as a coach and as, I guess two thinking about pandemic, I, I would love your take on kind of just low hanging fruit for a person that's trying to create, um, a routine of health and wellness. Um, it's just kind of getting back into it. They've said, you know what, I'm going to prioritize my health, my wellness, whether that's classes or nutrition. Um, I know you have a great deal of experience looking at behavior change. Um, so kind of like, what's the, just the low, easy things that folks can grab? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, it's really easy for me to be like, we have all these resources for you or like, just go out and get a walk in or like get, you know, schedule 15 minutes of movement or whatever it might be. Um, but I think when it comes down to it, it's like, yes, you know, these things, yes, you know, you could join a gym, you know, yes, you know, you could download an app and take these classes, but I think it ultimately comes from, you know, the promise you tell yourself. And when I work with clients and they're like, I just, you know, I'm struggling with motivation. I kind of tell them, you need to look at exercise as like something you need to do every day. It doesn't need to be intense exercise. It doesn't need to be, you know, this whole, like you are going as hard as you can. You're sweating a ton. You're going for an hour long uh, session each day. You're lifting weights, you're doing cardio, you're doing all of it. It's more of like, you need to move your body and look at it. Like you brush your teeth every day, you eat breakfast every day, you, um, you know, you have these things that you take care of yourself and yeah, that's typically maybe more hygienic, but like you sleep every day. So it's like, why are we not looking at fitness? Similarly, it's a way you take care of yourself. And if we just think, okay, well, like exercise is a part of my day. Now it might happen in the form of, you know, biking to the grocery store. It might happen to, uh, be walking the dog or walking with a friend. It could be going, um, you know, and doing a virtual fitness class or going for a run, something a little more intense, or it could be just stretching on the floor for 15 minutes because that's all I have in my physical capacity for the day. So, and rest, I think can fit in there. I mean, I'm typically, I'm a pretty active person, but I would say like between five and six days a week, I'm usually doing something for 30 minutes or more. Um, but when you're getting into it, you know, it doesn't have to be this big drastic change. And it's more of just, this is a, you know, a promise you've made yourself. This is a part of your day. It's a task you do to take care of yourself the same way you would be brushing your teeth or, uh, washing your face or whatever. I love that. And I love that, that it's like, you know, you don't, uh, sleeping, you make that non-negotiable. You're gonna have dinner. That's, you know, these are just, these, it's just a fact. These are things you're going to do every day. So mm -hmm. you just, you know, you just make uh, some kind of movement activity, just a thing that happens in the course of the day. It doesn't have to be this big, crazy thing where you've got to, you know, uh, stretch for 45 minutes and it doesn't have to take up a big chunk of your time. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, the, 
some people are like, well, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not a morning workout person. It's like, well, no one told you you had to be like, if it were up to me every day at like 11 o'clock, I would be going for a jog. Um, but you know, today I'm on a podcast at 11 o'clock. So I'm, you know, I'll get my jog in sometime later today, but like, depending on my work schedule, depending on, um, you know, what I have going on, it, it changes what my exercise looks like from a day-to-day basis. If it's on the weekends, I like to ski. So that might be my exercise for the day. Um, but I think that those are things that, um, people get in their heads and like, well, I missed my window and, you know, don't think about what they could do. They think about what they didn't do. And that I think impacts how they establish routines. And it's not always going to be a perfect routine because every day is different. So when I look at my week, I'm like, okay, well, like this is probably going to be a good day to go to the climbing gym because, you know, my work day is impossible to move things around. I'm not going to get a jog in or the weather's crap or whatever it might be. That's a really good point on one. And I'm, I do the same thing um, of anticipating what the work week holds. Um, so just kind of looking at the start of the week, everything changes and fluctuates, but um, look at, anticipating so that you adjust accordingly. And you make a really great point about when you would like to work out. People ask me like, when, when's the best time of day to work out? Um, and I always say, whatever time of the day it is that you're going to do it, you know, like I would love to work out every day at three o'clock when um, my testosterone levels are the highest, my grip strength is peaking and, mm-hmm. you know, my body temperature yeah. is the highest, but I can't do it. So I, <laughs> I usually do it first thing in the morning because it's the only time I can do it. So, um, right. yeah, it's, it's like you, uh, yeah, you, you, you adjust accordingly and just get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Definitely a mindset switch, uh, that took a little bit to get into, but roll with it. Hey, now I say that at the intro, that's my, that's my best Howard Stern. Just got to tell you about our friends at athletic brewing. I've told you about them before. They've got an awesome deal for our listeners. Elevate 20, elevate 20 for 20% off your order of brew without compromise. I love Athletic Brewing because they make non-alcoholic beer that not only tastes great, but it is sure to cool you down post-workout. This morning, I I, I went for a a nice long run. I got finished, and guess what? It was 9 a.m. I could have a beer because there was no compromise. I could have a beer and go about the rest of my day. It's non-alcoholic. It's delicious. Check them out. Athletic Brewing, Elevate 20. All right, back to the show. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna roll with it into a little rapid fire here. You ready to do this? Let's. I'm just gonna fire some questions at you real quick. All right, let's do it. All right, one thing you do every single day, Melanie, that elevates you. Ooh, say positive things about myself, my situation. Uh, usually, mentally, like, or I'm sorry, like I'm not saying them out loud. I'm not necessarily writing them down, but it's you know. For everything that I'm complaining about, I'm like, okay, well, like, what is a good thing about this? What is, you know, something that uh, we can turn this around? Yeah, it's not ideal, but like, it's better than these things. It's, you know, it's still this um, and kind of having that uh, dialogue in my head. Thoughts are powerful. I love that. Um, Best purchase you've made in the last three months for under $25. Oof. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I got a sage bundle, which oh, I know it's 
it kind of sounds a little hippy dippy, but it smells amazing. And whatever it like, it's it works. I don't like. I lit it for the first time last week, and I was like, I'm I'm here for it. Sage bundle got it for like eight bucks at a store on Broadway. That's, that's a good purchase. I, I I don't have any sage bundles currently, but anytime that I do, and you're so right, like, okay, maybe you got some weird vibes going on in the house, fire that puppy up and uh, all the, the, the demons, the spirits, they're gone. Mm, yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't, I've never tried it before until now. And I'm like, I am loving this. Favorite quote. I love quotes. I, I you, you know this about me. Do you, do you have a favorite quote or a motto or a saying? Yeah. Um, wherever you go, there you are. Uh, I think it's, uh, Brady, Brady bunch quote, uh, actually, but I think there's just a lot of truth to it. I think it's embracing the now, I think it's embracing whatever situation you're in. Uh, you know, it, you might end up somewhere where you didn't think. And I mean that mentally, uh, physically, or just in, you know, the state of the world, if you're in the middle of a pandemic, you're like, well, here you are, what are you going to do with it? Um, is that like Brady Bunch, the original television show, or are we talking like uh, some kind of Brady Bunch reunion? Honestly, I think it might be the movie. The movie. Okay. Yeah. I'll do some research for you and let you know. (laughs) Thanks. In a while. (laughs) That's, That's excellent. (laughs) <laughs> um do you uh final meal like it's the last meal you're ever going to eat is there like a, a meal that you would like to to have pizza always okay big pizza gal um is there a specific uh type or or company oh man i mean colorado doesn't have a great i mean they, they got a good pizza but it's not you know it's not new york mm-hmm. uh um, not Chicago, but honestly, I'm like, I like delivery pizza. I like, uh, wood, like wood fired. I like, uh, frozen pizza. I'm, <laughs> will always be behind a frozen pizza. Um, but no, yeah, I really any kind homemade, I'll make your own crust, make your own, uh, toppings. I will always be behind that too. I'm 100% behind you on any kind of pizza. I recently <laughs> ate a $5 frozen pizza from Target and it was delicious and I put my own toppings on it and it was awesome. So there's there's yeah. no bad pizza in my book. No, I'm like, I even enjoy for it. Like I will go to Whole Foods and grab their like generic brand. Uh, but yeah, definitely without question, pizza would be my last meal. Favorite workout song? You, you're getting ready to go for a run, or maybe you're squeezing that workout in, and you're like, "Man, I just I, I don't have it today, but I'm going to do it." Is there a song that you that you put on that'll, that'll just fire you up? Um, probably "Body" by Loud Luxury. Uh, I and honestly, Rob, when I run, I can listen to like Bonnie Bear, like the slowest stuff. But when it comes to like taking a fitness class or like really pushing myself with weights or like, like you said, if I'm just feeling sluggish or whatever, and then that song comes on, I I get a little pep in my step. I get a little amped, uh, work a little harder, push myself a little more. Favorite snack. Do you, is there anything that you go to for that little afternoon pick me up? Gosh, that's a good question. Um, 
Nothing in particular. Right now I have a lot of Girl Scout cookies, so a Thin Mint does the trick, but mm. tortilla chips, uh, cheese and crackers, apple and peanut butter, it varies. It really is just what's in my house. That's, uh, it's tough to beat a, a Thin Mint or a Girl Scout cookie of any kind. It's a, it's a quick little energy bite. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. And lastly, where can folks follow you on uh, social media if they want to want to see what you're up to? Oh, yeah. Um, so I've deactivated Facebook. Um, right now, I'm pretty much just on Instagram. They can find me at Melly Susie, M-E-L-L-Y-S-U-Z-Y. Uh, funny little nickname for my first and, and middle name. But um, yeah, you can find me there. That's where I usually post uh, what I'm up to and things I'm doing, adventures I'm going on. And uh, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, Melanie, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. It's been fun talking to you. I feel like we only scratched the surface, but uh, it's really <laughs> been fun. It's been fun talking to you. And uh, I appreciate you sharing your story with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Rob. It's been fun. First podcast debut and um, hopefully some more down the road. We, we knew you when we knew you when here on the elevate yourself podcast. Thanks for being a guest. Thanks Rob. Well, wasn't that just fun? Don't you just love Mel? I mean, I, I, I want to just hang out with Mel all the time. She just, she just feels like a, she's just a friend. And I think that's part of what makes her so approachable um, as a coach and why she's such a great coach. And we're super fortunate and lucky to have her um, on our team. Um, she makes us better. And I, I hope that that conversation uh, made you just a little bit better. That's what it's all about, just being a little bit better. Um, as I mentioned, I and Melanie, we work for Elevation Corporate Health, and we've been in business for 26 years, creating customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. Look, that's 26 years, folks. So, you know, 25% of businesses only make it 15 years or more. Uh, we've been doing this a while. So as I like to say, we might just know what we're talking about. And it's one of the reasons that you can trust Elevation Corporate Health. Uh, we've seen it all. And so whatever your needs might be, we've got you covered from fitness management, online training, online classes, on-site classes, integrated technology. Look, we help small and large businesses alike get healthy and stay engaged. I encourage you to learn more about us at ElevationCorporateHealth.com and to follow us on social media at Elevation Corporate Health. That's at Elevation Corporate Health on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're, we're constantly trying to share as much information for you all um, to elevate yourself. All right. Till next time. Bye.